0: This is the Gary V Audio Experience.
1: Cause we're gonna be we're Gonna get their attention. Impressed.
0: What's happening, my brother?
1: Things are phenomenal, man. How
0: are you? I'm, I'm blessed, man. I, I can honestly say, it's certain people who come into, I get introduced to their works. I get introduced to the information they dispense. And it literally, I can feel it transforming my life. And you are definitely one of those guys.
1: I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much for all the love you've been giving me, the quotes on social, and thank you for this couch you put me on. No, that, this that, thing that, is legit. Like <laughs> this is cozy as fuck. I can curse on this podcast. Absolutely, right? okay, good. Thank God. Uh, this is cozy as shit. Thank you. Now, but I'm, I appreciate that. Thank you. I mean, look. I think, you know, it's funny. I I grew up in Jersey. I you know, I'm forty, so I grew up in an era where. I also feel a connection to hip-hop culture, things of that nature, because I grew up with nothing, right? I lived in a studio apartment with eight family members. Absolutely. We're immigrants, you know, I was born in Russia, and so I've always, whether it's athletes or this scene, the music scene, it's it makes sense to me that you understand it, mm-hmm. because I understand it in reverse. Anybody who's selling music from the back of their, you know, trunk, you know, are the kind of entrepreneur and hustlers I, I know and respect, and, and so, I'm grounded in that stuff, too. It's just trying to make it, you know?
0: Well, let's tell the people what you do just just real quick. what is, What is your exact title?
1: That's a real, damn good question. what i I'm an entrepreneur. I, I used to say I was a businessman, but now entrepreneur is a good thing to say. When I was a kid, it wasn't. Yeah, you know what I actively do right now, the core three things I do is one, I'm an author and a speaker, I've written four New York Times bestselling books about business and social media. I run a 650 person, $100 million a year revenue agency. So Toyota or Pepsi or Unilever, these big brands, the pictures and videos you see on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Snapchat, we strategize and produce that for the biggest brands in the world. And then I run a, a large venture fund. I was an early investor in Twitter, Uh, I'm an investor in Snapchat and Facebook and Uber. And so I've been at the forefront in investing in all the things that everybody who's listening right now have become accustomed to believing in. And so I run a 75, 50 to 75, depends on how much I deploy, but 50 to 75 million dollar fund where I put out money to startups that I think could become the next Birchbox or Venmo.
0: What I find interesting about guys like you, you in particular, Clearly, you make a lot of money, I have made a lot of money, but not once have I thought to myself, "Money is your motivation."
1: I want legacy. You know, you're right. I've made more. I've made more money than you know. I don't. My, you're right. You've you've sniffed me out. The people that know me the best realize money is the last thing I care about. Yeah. I mean, look. I, I want it. Talk about it. I want it. Look, I want to buy the New York Jets. I'm not gonna win it on my charisma. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna need money. But I think when people, you know, when you look for money, you can become rich. When you look for legacy or or fucking up the game, which I love doing. I grew up in the wine business. I built one of the largest wine retail companies out in Jersey called Wine Library. I, You know, I didn't want money. I wanted to change the wine industry forever, which I did with e-commerce and YouTube shows back in the day. So when you look for legacy, you get wealth. When yeah. you look for money, you get rich. And so... Sure, I got the talent to not worry about money. That's the truth. When I was 13, I was making $3,000 a weekend selling baseball cards at the Woodbridge Mall. So money is, I sucked at school. Uh, I'm not good enough to be an athlete on a professional level. Mm -hmm. I'm not pretty enough to just take selfies or be a model. You know, I don't have flow to be an artist, but I know how to make money.
0: So so, so you don't have a college degree or anything?
1: No, I went to college, yeah I do. I went to Mount Ida College
0: which is never heard of. It. Exactly. <laughs> exactly like I was a I mean I had a D, yeah.
1: I was a DNF student. Yeah. Like all my as here's all you need to know about my, Mount Ida College. All my hip hop knowledge, all my skills in playing spades and playing CeeLo, all my palate on OE and St. Ides comes from Mount Ida College. It was straight thug.
0: Yeah. It's funny. It's interesting too cuz uh like you really I have a theory, it's 168 hours in a week. I don't waste any of them. Yep. And it's like I wanted you on this podcast a month or two ago. Yep. And you live in New York, but you yep. literally didn't have time to do it until this um, date, which um, is what, Monday? What's the day's date? The twenty 20- twenty fifth. Twenty-fifth. It was like a month ago.
1: And you know what's crazy? I, I, I like what you're up to. I really wanted to be here too. Yeah. That's how fucked up my schedule is. Yeah. For people that watch <laughs> for people that watch Daily V on YouTube, which is what D Rock's filming right now. I'm programmed. I'm programmed from 6 a.m. to 1 in the morning, 12. I mean, if I get when I get home at 11 p.m., my wife's like, hey. Like, it's like, yay. Like, I'm home early. Yeah. I travel three days. You know, I'm leaving to L.A. tomorrow. I'm, I, I just texted somebody. I'm like, I'm in L.A. for an hour tomorrow. Shit. She wrote back. She's like, you're a crazy person. Like, I'm just, I'm moving. Look, everybody who's listening, I don't know how you got it mixed up or why you're twisted. You get one at bat. Like, we're all gonna die. That's it. Like, that Prince shit fucked me up. Like, me I'm too. like, fuck man. Like, it fucked me up twice. One, just you never know when you're gonna go. And two, you know what I hate? I hate that Prince only gets like a week of play in society, like in a week.
0: A week? I give him 24 hours. But
1: you know well, what I mean? 24 hours and then yep.
0: Birdman Friday, then yep. Beyonce's album yep. Saturday. <laughs> That's right.
1: No, but right? Yeah. It's crazy. And I mean play not maybe like on music. Like, like, over the weekend, people are playing, you know, Bruce Springsteen playing Purple Rain yesterday. Like, like in a week, it's over. Like, David Bowie, like, that's, that's long history. And these yeah. are iconic game winners. So, for me, somebody who plays for Legacy and wants to be all-time, like, I want to be the greatest entrepreneur of this era. And I know that Zucks and Travis from Uber, and there's a lot of other people that are way ahead of me. I also know that I got time. I got another 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. I know that Steve Jobs wasn't considered Steve Jobs' Until the iPod came out. I mean, he was incredible. Apple was all time. But he had Next and that didn't work and he was quiet for a little bit. Like, I still have 25, 30 years of at-bats. And I want it. And I don't know how to get it if I'm sitting at home watching the Golden State Warriors play or playing fucking you know, Call of Duty or watching fucking, for the whole Saturday, watching the entire season of House of Cards or have time in the middle of my day to watch the funny video that my friend sent yeah. me from YouTube, that's just not in my lexicon.
0: You said something that uh, Dame Dash said, but you said it more eloquently and articulately. You said that uh, if, if, if you're living for weekends, you're not living something. Uh,
1: if you live for weekends and vacations, your shit is broken? Yeah. I believe that yeah. like you know many of my friends it breaks my heart my friends like live for Friday night Yeah. like they know they get the week like Monday morning's the worst Sunday night I'm like chomping I'm like a fighter before a fight like in the dressing room like I can't like I try to go to sleep early on Sunday because I can't wait for Monday because I get to put my jersey on. Or, you know? Yeah. I like that. Like, And I feel bad because, listen, as a shit student, growing up in the 80s and 90s when everybody told me I was a loser for making money on the weekends but being bad at school, I remember Sunday night after the Jets played being depressed because I knew Monday I had to go to school and that was bullshit and I hated it and I still had five, seven, nine, two, four years of it. So, you know, I'm so glad that I'm removed from 1992, three, four, when I like dreaded Monday morning. And then when my life actually started, my business world started, I don't anymore. I feel bad that most people, I mean work? Guys, I mean looking around at all of us, just like for the six of us in this room, it's like 50% of your life. Like 50% of your entire life is predicated on what you do at work. Like, it's just a huge percentage of one's life. I can't wrap my head around with the internet. This is not your grandpappy's life. We have the internet. You can make shit happen, you can build businesses or side hustles. I just don't understand why people. Relegate into losing mentality and just thinking they can't. You can't because you want to be on the bowling team or softball or play video games. That's why you can't. There's plenty of time. Get shit done.
0: When did you decide that you didn't want to work for <laughs> nobody ever again, at like, like wh- when I was fucking seven. So you never had like a regular job?
1: No, my my dad eventually, when I was like 14, had his own store. So that made it oh, his own liquor store in Springfield, New Jersey. So that no question, I was blessed more than others. I was like, okay, well, I can fucking go work for my dad, right? But. When I was twelve, I was look. When you're making three thousand dollars a weekend and you're thirteen, and you're not selling weed, you're doing a good job.
0: You damn right. You you know what I mean? (laughs) Like, like
1: I knew that. I knew that I basically I was making, you know, a hundred fifty thousand a year prorated, as a kid, and school was taking up all my time. So I knew at a very look. I don't think I'm any different. Bring back up Prince now that you're hearing the stories of how he rolled in high school. Like I was reading all that shit. I'm like, yep. Like, he would just go to fucking the music room. He didn't give a shit about English. You think LeBron and Kobe studied their science tests? Absolutely. Fucking you think nice. Beyonce studied her fucking science test? The people that we all look up to, they punted school. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. I punted school. By fourth grade, I was like, I'm out. This is bullshit. I make money. I'm a businessman. And this was not 2000. Now you do that? Now there's a fourth grader, a sixth grader in school making two, three Gs, everyone's like, Oh, that's an entrepreneur. Oh, that's the next Mark Zuckerberg. When I was doing it, I had to fight the system. My parents, my friends' parents thought I was a loser because I was getting D's and Fs because, you know, that's how they scored back in the eighties and nineties. School was the game, yeah. not business. So for me, now that people like you, all these athletes, all these famous people are hitting me up, like it's crazy that businessmen and women are now famous. Um, but I fucking love it. I got lucky. I stepped in the shit.
0: Well, I think, it's, I think uh, businessmen and women are famous now because a, a lot of us realize that we have to be entrepreneurs. A lot of us are taking our own destinies into our own hands. So you guys are laying the blueprint. Like, I mean, I know that you said, like, Zuckerberg and, you know, those guys are ahead of you, but do you just mean financially? Financially. Because they, they don't motivate me other than them being... Creating things yeah. like Facebook, well, creating things like the iPhone. You know what? Like Ch- the iPhone, they you don't know what? That's
1: my hedge. The, there is one thing, and this is straight up. I, the other thing that motivates me besides my personal chase to buy the New York Jets, is I've got a little bit of a different gear, and this is why you're feeling that. I want everybody to show up to my funeral.
0: Yeah, got you. <laughs> and
1: so, the reason you're feeling that is I want to bring value. Like I try to. Like I put out all my best shit. Like people email me every single day saying. I make more money because of you. I'm happier because of you. I had this conversation with my mom because of you. Yeah. I'm putting out content every day that basically is the best shit I got. I'm not trying to, a lot of people in my world, they try to like sell mastermind classes or thousand dollar courses. Not me, on Facebook and YouTube and Snapchat. I'm just putting out my best, whatever I got. Yeah. My best tactics I'm putting out. I just posted something today about how to gain followers on Snapchat. Every single way I know how, What I realize is 99% of people ain't gonna do shit about it. They're not gonna do dick. They're gonna read it, they're gonna be like, yeah, and then fucking the next Tuesday's gonna show up.
0: They're not gonna apply it.
1: Bingo. And so what I realize is like, fuck it. I'll give away all the best shit because nobody's gonna do anything about it. People are gonna love me for it. I'm gonna have leverage and that's it. Like I love you. Know how nice that is to hear that I motivate you, or yeah. you know how nice it is to wake up in the morning and get fifteen emails saying shit like you changed my life. Right. And so I'm trying.
0: So you're banking on people's no, laziness. Um, A- Andrew Schultz, Gary Vaynerchuk. <laughs> yeah, what's
2: up, yeah, man? Gary how you man. doing? You no know, yeah, pleasure, Schultz. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, Andrew. I'm. Ba- you know what? I'm not even. I'm banking on reality. I yeah. know people are lazy. I know. I know what's going on. It's the truth. Yeah. People. People. Like, straight up, most people are wired to lose. Yeah. They conform. They're just why they're not. And actually, you know what's crazy? I, I'll give you another angle on why I'm putting out all my shit. Mm-hmm. I feel guilty. I feel guilty that I got so lucky that yeah. I have this DNA. I feel like I want to give back. You got to uh-huh. give that
0: information up.
1: I feel guilty that my mom's in a world where, the immigrants that I grew up with, everybody had to go to school. That my mom let me be me. Mm. You know, in a world where I was getting D's and F's, she let me be my entrepreneurial self when in 1992 that wasn't the game.
2: Here's my question, please. please. Because uh, I was doing a little research on yep. you. I was familiar through what yeah, Char- Charlemagne yep. said. And also I saw a video of you randomly the same week from on South by, Southwest from Facebook. I maybe it was South by but you were basically telling someone Oh some drilling kid, some kid? Drilling some kid in the audience. But this is so random how things really happen. Because he was telling me this same week, Hey man, you know, I've been talking to this guy Gary, you really gotta yep. get into this Gary V yep. guy. I had no clue who yep. you were. Yep. And um and then this thing pops up on my Facebook. So very interesting how, That's the world how it always works. always works. But um yeah, I read that you you're born in what, Belarus? That's right. Okay. And um, do you think that it is easier to succeed in America as an immigrant?
1: Yes. Why? Because we're hungrier. Yeah. And especially why the white... hell black people are hungry I'll, I'll tell no, you shot I'll tell you You know what? you, know what? you, <laughs> and just, you didn't come okay, here like, willingly. You just That's beat a... me to it. A white immigrant. No, 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 because exactly. Nigerians and
2: people that come no, from no, Africa listen, have incredible success rates. They
1: kill too, yeah. but do I think yes, do I think because when you're not born in this country, mm-hmm. you realize how phenomenal it is. Mm, yeah. Like you're like, oh really? Like my grandpa, both my grandfathers went to jail for being Jewish. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know like, Eastern Europe doesn't fuck with that. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. America is the place. Yeah, and to, when, be Jewish. to be Jewish. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's true. And America's the place for everybody. But I'll tell you, America's a racist country. Like I, I'm at the forefront right now saying, Yes, it's harder for women in entrepreneurship. Yes, it's harder to be black or brown. It just is. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why people are willing to bullshit. On the flip side, back to Mount Ida College, so my entire wedding party is African-American Latino <laughs> and, and that's a lot of my homies. On the flip side, if one person like you, that looks like you, made it, well then you can too.
2: Mm-hmm. That's, if, fact. Yeah. that's just real. Yeah. That's well, just real, and so... But most people, like you said, are gonna be lazy regardless of race, regardless of ethnicity. It's FF, losing S-T- mentality, that concept.
1: right? It's not even like, like, listen, by the way, let's talk about race for a half a second. Now, I had college. First three times I went to the mall with my man L.A. and Moose and those guys. We got pulled over twice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Twice. And the second time, I was like, oh...
0: You know, oh, they were like, driving. They were driving. Well, start driving, Gary.
1: Well, I was, <laughs> but like, but we got pulled yeah, but over. Then he looks like the but, Uber guy. You know, driver. but like, but like, but like, you know, by the eighth time you get pulled over, you're like, okay, being black is different than me. Like, like, you mm-hmm. just learn. If you're really in it, you really learn. Sure. It is what it is. On the flip side, you know what I'm excited about with entrepreneurship is real simple. Unlike trying to be a rapper, unlike trying to be an athlete, though that athlete is more similar, rapper less. In entrepreneurship, the market doesn't give a fuck if you're an alien, transgender, from Mexico, you know, got Mm -hmm, a mom on welfare. If you build it. What's the product? What's the fucking product? Mm -hmm. Which is why, believe this or not, this is funny to say in reverse, I'm actually prejudiced towards white rich kids because I don't think they have the stomach for the adversity. Because I think private school, my kids, my level of disrespect for my two kids, Mm -hmm. Misha and Xander, Mm -hmm. is overwhelming. Are you hard on them? They're six and three, but I'm hard on them. The big conversation right now, we just had all the family over, is I don't let Xander score a bucket on his little basketball rim. you damn right you should Never. He will never score. My little man, Xander, Mm -hmm. will not score on me in basketball until he's 15. Earn it. 100%. (laughs) And my brother AJ, if he's listening right now, he knows he's a much better basketball player than Uh me because he had to figure it out. He didn't score until I was 17 because I was only 11 years younger, yeah, older, yeah. and so I was a little more athletic. Xander I think was slipping in at 14, But don't 15. you think it's
2: important to build <clears throat> self confidence? And don't yes. you build the self confidence? But not eighth place trophies. Not eighth place trophies I
0: hate but participation scoring
1: trophies. on your dad. Self confidence should not come through fake marketplace dynamics. Sure. Self confidence should come in the following. I do think that you should build your kid's self-esteem. I'm big on that. Mm-hmm. But here's what I'll give Xander credit for. For example, Xander three, we were at the park the other day. Yeah. Some kid fell and started crying. He ran over and gave him love. I fucking made, Xander still hasn't stopped hearing it from me. Like, that was a good job. Like, I yeah, want to yeah. accentuate his empathy and caring for others. I want, if he opens the door when he's yeah. six for an old lady, I'll make it seem like he won the World Series. Mm. But, I'm not letting him fucking score. You know, I think about that shit sometimes. Yeah,
0: I do believe your thoughts become things and I, I like what you said about.
1: But I don't believe in the secret like, oh, I'm gonna be successful and not doing anything about it. I speak, I talk more shit than anybody, but that's because I work 18 hours a day against it.
0: Yeah, I, I posted this thing you said the other day and it's about <laughs> uh, an idea, an idea ain't shit without execution. And that's kind of like in the Bible where it says, faith without works is dead.
1: Do you know how many people are listening right now and I'm using music culture because I grew up in it, I'm, I'm referencing who I assume might be listening to this. Do you know how many people are like, I'm gonna be the next breakout rapper? And they never work on their craft, they don't write, they don't go to the studio. They're not willing to do what Prince did. You read the story? Prince was a motherfucking janitor in return for being in studio time. Mm -hmm. Do you know how many of my friends back at the Ida were like, oh, but I don't have the money for studio time? So go fucking work. Figure like like wake, fucking wake up yeah. at four o'clock in the morning. Let me let me give a, a good example of this for everybody. Wake up at four o'clock in the morning and go garage selling and flea marketing every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Buy random shit and then sell it on eBay. You can make 500 bucks a week just learning video games, newspaper, magazines. Magazines is the best arbitrage. You can go to any fucking any fucking garage sale and buy a bucket of magazines for a dollar and then sell them for three bucks a piece on eBay all day. But are you willing to bleed out of your fucking eyes for your dream? Answer is you're not because you're full of shit.
0: Who um, put it into your head to start selling the baseball cards?
1: Uh, the environment. Like sixth grade, 1980, you know, the, the world. Just, 1980, knew
0: You need to make money.
1: 1986, like every kid was into it, right? Like every kid in sixth grade was buying baseball cards. I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. we like baseball cards, cool. It's like blow pops. You know, like, nobody tell, yeah. you know, Blow Pops, everybody's, that's the cliche thing that everybody's listening right now. We all had that kid in yeah, our high candy. school that yeah. sold candy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> word up. That's why when you know, I got
0: RJ Haynes for me, flew to RJ. Exactly. Yeah. Candy,
1: <laughs> there's it, dude.
0: Why do oh, you use the candy, and so,
1: and so, you know, it's. We
2: sold CDs. The second you, oh, could, you could rip CDs, CDs yeah. me and my buddies had a By the way, hustle, we so many that. of yeah. the
1: top internet entrepreneurs, yeah. Zucks, Zucks sold burnt CDs in high really? school. Really? Zucks it. sold mixtapes? guy sucks as a gangster. <laughs>
2: kind of new G-U-ish? Yeah. That's what we for. <laughs> we wow. would go ask the songs you wanted and then put them together cuz there because was a the way we could because new technology, one. I feel yeah. like
0: I know D-Rock cuz you talk about him so much. D-Rock did The Clouds and uh and the, dirt. the Dirt video. Yep. That was his idea for you to do that, right? Yep.
1: Yep. D-Rock emailed me a couple times and finally I said yes and we made a video called Clouds and
0: Dirt. Explain the philosophy of Clouds and Dirt. I love it by the
1: way. <sighs> it's macro and micro. So like I want to buy the Jets mm-hmm. I've got all these big ideas, I think I know where the world's going, and I'll fucking wake up at three o'clock in the morning and fucking answer email. Like, it's about having the biggest vision, like having a huge macro, high north star, realizing what it's about, being up there in the clouds, like just having your mind in the stars and the clouds, like big ideas going for it, but realizing the way you get there is by being humble all the way. I'm so much more successful than almost all my friends yet I'm willing to be way more ghetto than any of them.
0: Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. That's you willing what, to do the dirty work.
1: I'm willing to fucking sit middle seat on a flight on a red eye mm-hmm. cuz I'm hungry because I got to go give that speech. And my friends if they just make a couple more bucks want to get all fancy and like buy a fat watch.
2: But why can't you sit first class? Why is that I do fact? sit
1: first class, but I'm willing.
2: Oh, okay, it's not a deterrent. Like if that's you could buy a jet if you wanted
1: to. No no, I understand. No, I know I know
2: you got I'm just saying how do I explain it? It's like, just
1: really having the humility yeah. to get your hands dirty. Yeah. I just know nothing's going to be free, right? Like, I understand what you're it? saying by humility. Okay, yeah. okay, like, okay, okay, okay. I'll give you a good example. Yeah, yeah. My PR people are like, why are you doing this podcast and saying no to CNN yeah, or, yeah. or Wall Street Journal? Well, because I want to reach different audiences. I also respect, like, 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 but like, I don't get fancy. I'm yeah, never yeah. too fancy. I can go to this, I can go to the owner's dinner at the NFL, like yeah. Super Bowl, yeah. and the next day, like go give a talk at some high school for free. Like, it's yeah, just yeah. never getting fancy.
0: Well, Gary, don't let the couch fool you, okay? The podcast is a big deal. Pop- Bro- well, yeah, I know yeah, your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Yeah, 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 I never yeah, yeah. compare. I don't think
1: I graduate, like, it's like yes, yeah, so I understand. Chris Rock. Yeah. Chris Rock isn't too fancy to go and fucking do his craft at a small nightclub. For sure. Right? Well, like, he doesn't
2: have a choice. He has to.
1: Well, that's true. That's how you like really you learn that's it. You and and it. by the way, yeah. you know what? I'm really glad you said that because that's how I think. Yeah. The second I get fancy and think I'm somebody is the second that I'm not going to stay up to four o'clock in the morning and figure out musically and have my strategy set right now on musically mm-hmm. when I know musically is about to pop.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Have you like- fucked
1: with Musically yet? Nah, what is you Musical.ly? Need to. Musically's the up and coming Snapchat. Every nine year old to fifteen year old in America is nine to twelve is really starting to get on it. This what- is
2: where you lip sync to songs. Uh huh. Yeah, I saw that.
1: So like, to me, when I realize it's gonna be big. I'm not too fancy. I'm not the king of social media. I'm going to do it. I don't tell somebody on my team, yo, figure out Snapchat. Yo, figure out Vine. Yo, figure out Musical.ly and let me know. Uh I'm the one who's up at three o'clock in the morning fucking playing with it, watching what people are doing with it. I'm always willing to get my hands dirty in the dirt. Uh Yeah, I've
0: been fucking with Lido. Yep. Lido's this site, it's called Listen Together. Yep, you, Like if you got a playlist, I can get in on your playlist. That just dope. You know, and it's, it's interesting what you say about clouds and dirt, too, because I feel like sometimes when you play in the clouds too much, there's no ideas in the clouds. Like, to me, all the, all the great ideas come from the dirt. You know, I,
1: I compare it, again, bringing it back, because I love context, it's like, you know, when in hip-hop somebody gets big, and it, I'm sure you've said this, which is like, yo, the streets don't fuck with you anymore. Yeah. Right? It yeah. Got it? Yeah. In business world, I want the streets to fucking love me more than life, yet... I want to be the fancy businessman that's on the cover of Time Magazine. Got it? Absolutely. And I think there's very few people that achieve that in the hip hop world. I think that's very few people that achieve that in the business world, in the sports world. That's what I want. I never want to forget where I came from because it's what makes me special. I'm not that smart. I'm not that talented. I'm just willing to outwork every fucking person.
2: Yeah, maybe that's your intellect. That yeah. is,
1: that, not maybe, that I'm is, emotionally know. intelligent, I understand people, yeah. which makes me a good salesman, yeah. which makes me likable, Yeah. and then I fucking hone my craft. Like I can tell you exactly what to do on Snapchat, not in theory, not oh, Khaled does that, that's what you should do, no, 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 I know exactly what to do.
0: Yeah, why do you think talk- Khaled's so popular? We were talking about this the other day, why, why is First Khaled? First mover
1: advantage, same thing that happened to Ashton on Twitter, I know. Mm. first mover advantage Khaled became the first somewhat celebrity
0: uh-huh.
1: to pop he just popped yeah. Khaled's very very entertaining to a 15 year old with the way he talks about business and motivation yeah. and life he got a little momentum it was a white space nobody else was doing it it's no different than MTV or Napster Yeah. right yeah. it's like MTV is the most interesting thing that ever happened. The biggest bands in the world didn't do MTV videos in 1984 because they thought it was giving away music for free.
2: Mm,
0: interesting. And so if
1: you go look at the biggest bands in the world and the biggest artists, shit changed hard in 82, three, four, five, and six because of MTV.
0: So it's like how people fight the internet. hundreds. fighting the internet exactly. before. Exactly. Yeah. And so
1: what Khaled did was he rode the wave instead of fought it. And he was famous enough that it just completely popped.
3: Podcast family. Big ups, thank you so, so, so much for listening to today's podcast. Hope you enjoyed it as much as I uh, enjoyed creating it uh, and to leave you with a little bit of love uh, and excitement, something I'm super pumped up about, January 30th, 2018, one Crushing It. The new book is out, the follow-up to Crush It, the book that put me on and so many of you on is coming. Go to Amazon, pre-order, pre-order, pre-order. It would mean the world to me if you got on that train. Get one for you, get one for your friend. This is the personal branding Bible. This is the social media Bible. My updated thoughts on all the platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, LinkedIn, uh, and little fun tidbits like Alexa and profiles on 30 entrepreneurs that read Crush It and Crushed It. I'm super excited and proud. Fast read, super valuable. Crush It Still is the book I get emailed about the most. I'm trying to follow it up hard with crushing it. Go to Amazon, search crushing it.